Welcome to the Edinburgh Vineyard Podcast. If you'd like to find out more about us, please visit edinburghvineyard.org. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook. Well, good morning, everybody. My name is Emily, as you've maybe heard. Um, What a pleasure it is, as always, to be here with you all this morning. Uh, Special welcome if you are here to celebrate Hope and Mila and you are here for this dedication. Um, It is such a joy to have you with us. You're very welcome. And if you're here every week as well, it's also lovely to see you too. Um, But yeah, it's a pleasure as always, (laughs) apart from you. Everyone else, very welcome. (laughs) I'm kidding. <laughs> no, it is a pleasure to be with you. If you were here last week, you might remember um, I spoke last week as well, and I said that oh, this, mor- this morning Kate was going to be talking. Um, as, we, as we heard, we had our, our week of prayer and fasting coming up this week. Um, Kate was going to uh, kind of explain some of what we're going to be praying for, kind of explain some of the vision for that. Um, although, as you heard, earlier on in the week, we had a bit of a, there was some frantic messaging being like, okay, um, you know, Kate's probably not going to be able to make it. Emily, can you cover? Can you do Sunday? And I was like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Because like, I can't, you know, I don't want to belabor the point, but like, I cannot tell you how bananas it is that Kate not only is here, but is like smiling, chatting up here, telling the story. Because we were like, there is no way. And like, you know, it's not, there's so much more to that story. Um, definitely get Kate to, to chat about it if you want to hear more. But um God is so good. God has been so kind this week. As we were singing this morning, there is nothing that Jesus cannot conquer. And um, that's been a real lesson for us this week. Like, not only in Kate, but, you know, it was, it was kind of frantic at the start of the week. I was like, yes, I'll take this on. Immediate, uh, as soon as I kind of said, yeah, that's fine. I'll, I can talk on Sunday. That's fine. I immediately also got quite ill. Nothing like as dramatic, but I had like awful, awful sinus pain. I was totally robbed of like several nights sleep. I almost fully lost my voice yeah, here I am, it's fine, the Lord is good. And then, uh, you know, those of us who were on King's Table this morning, we kind of turned up, got that all ready. Again, like, I don't want to to focus on the negative stuff, but, like, literally everything that could have gone wrong had gone wrong this morning. (laughs) Um, And, yeah, here we are, again, saying there is nothing that Jesus cannot conquer. Um, And, you know, I'm not telling telling you all this to, like, be like, "Mm, this week has really sucked, so (laughs) be nice to me if what I say this morning is rubbish. Um, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying it because like, I know that uh, Kate is not the only one. I'm not the only one who's had a tough week this week, actually, across the church. Uh, I know that everyone has had something. People are ill. People have family who are ill. There's work drama, family drama, friend drama. Life's busy. It's stressful. And I just want to say, like, especially talking about this, this upcoming week of prayer and fasting, just do not let any of that stuff rob you of what Jesus is doing, because the Holy Spirit is here and he's moving this morning. And um, yeah, I don't want to over-spiritualize any of this stuff, but just don't let anything that's that's weighing on your mind, that's keeping you busy, don't let it steal your focus from what Jesus is doing amongst us. And I'd urge you to, let's say again, that Jesus can conquer all of it and, and push into what he's doing. So what is, what is he saying and doing? So um, this morning we are going to be looking at Isaiah 61 which uh, you may be familiar with. It's a really wonderful, like beautiful passage of scripture in the book of Isaiah. Um, that's kind of going to be our focus for this upcoming week of fasting. We're going to explore it more in the week. So please do get involved with that, whether you can come to the, the stuff or not. If, if you just kind of do it in your own home, in your own time, just please do um, just push into this. There's so much that God wants to do. So we're in Isaiah 61 verses 1 to 9. 
um, which I'm just going to read through to start. So the spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives, to release from darkness for prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favour and the day of vengeance for our God and to comfort all who mourn and provide for those who grieve in Zion, to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of joy instead of mourning, a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. And they will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of his splendour. They will rebuild the ancient ruins and restore the places long devastated. They will renew the ruined cities that have been devastated for generations. Strangers will shepherd your flocks. Foreigners will work your fields and vineyards. And you will be called priests of the Lord. You will be named ministers of our God. You will feed on the wealth of nations and in their riches you will boast. Instead of your shame, you will receive a double portion. And instead of disgrace, you will rejoice in your inheritance. And so you will inherit a double portion in your land and everlasting joy will be yours. For I, the Lord, love justice. I hate robbery and wrongdoing. And in my faithfulness, I will reward my people and make an everlasting covenant with them. Their descendants will be known among the nations and their offspring among the peoples. All who see them will acknowledge that they are a people the Lord has blessed. And these verses in the book of Isaiah, they are spoken to a people who desperately need some good news. The Israelites are having an absolutely awful time of it when they hear these verses. They have been in a time of massive national crisis. Their identities are shifting under their feet. Their leaders are in crisis. They are far from God. They're in a time of massive economic and geopolitical shift. The ground is moving under their feet. And uh, I wonder if that feels a bit familiar to any of us this morning. Um, And then a few hundred years after these verses are first received and proclaimed, Jesus stands up at the very start of his ministry and he reads these verses and he says this about himself. He kind of claims these promises and these, these characteristics for himself. And he says these verses reveal God's character and Jesus's character, his heart and his mission. And these verses, they kind of, they categorize all of Jesus' ministry when he's on earth. They sum up really everything he does. All that he's about, he is about releasing the captives. He's about proclaiming the good news. He's bringing light instead of darkness. He's turning joy into, mourning into joy. Uh, And if you're here this morning and you don't know Jesus, that is what I want you to know about Jesus. That's who he is. That's what he does. And if you're here and you do know Jesus, maybe you also just need that reminder that that is always what he's doing. He proclaims good news. He binds up the brokenhearted. He proclaims freedom for captives, release from darkness and comfort for all who mourn. And that what God was doing in Isaiah's time when they, they first received those verses and what Jesus was doing in his ministry when he was on earth is what he is still doing now. And there's a lot in those verses. You'll be relieved to know I'm not going to spend like three hours unpacking every single one. <laughs> Maybe you'd love that, but you know. I'm not going to do it, sorry. Uh, we're going to kind of do that in the week. So again, please do get involved with that. There's so much in there that, that God wants to move in. Um, but really what these verses show us is that Jesus is in the business of restoring. God is a God of restoration. And we see all through Jesus' ministry that that's what he's like. That's what he does. He is in the business of turning despair into praise, mourning into joy and restoring places that are long devastated. And so that's a wonderful thing to receive. Maybe you just need to hear that and sit in that this morning. But if we know that Jesus' heart is like that for us, what are we going to do about it? 
And part of what we are really hoping to press into in this upcoming week of fasting is just asking how can we join in with what God is doing amongst us and in our lives and our families and in our cities. Uh, and you may know that Isaiah 61 uh, it's, it's quite a significant passage just generally in scripture but for us as a church like it sums up so much of uh, of who we want to be what we're about it influences much of what we want to do as a church as a community as people who follow Jesus and you can see kind of on these wonderful banners that we have this one here this one over there um so this one is is our vision as a church that one over there is is kind of what we value what we are talking about when we talk about being disciples um there's so much influence of like these verses in Isaiah 61 you know in this one that our vision is to love encounter Jesus and follow him to love serve and give life to the city of Edinburgh doesn't that sound a little bit (laughs) can you see the influence I hope you can of Isaiah 61 that this is this is what we want to do we want to proclaim good news we want to talk about Jesus we want to bind up the brokenhearted bring freedom to captives we want to do all of this to to encounter Jesus and then to love, serve and give life to the city of Edinburgh to do something with what we see in Jesus' heart and his character. We want to be people who, once we've encountered Jesus' heart for us, let him transform us and redeem us and restore us and then let him lead us to do the same thing with everyone around us. And that's our goal behind kind of who we are as a church and what we talk about on Sunday mornings and what we pray for. That's what we want to be influenced by. And uh, hopefully we are, we are people who do that much of, we have so many stories about how that has, um, how the Lord has led us to do that, to be transformed, to kind of turn our transformation and, and do something with it and bless our city. Um, and so Kate, do you want to just come and tell us a quick story about how that's happened in your life? Hmm. So, um, God uses our story, doesn't he? He uses our history and um for me when we were living in leeds we were um, pastors down in leeds um had sam and joseph um tiny wee things didn't have family around me at all it felt very lonely very isolating i was just like oh no this is quite tricky for those of you that have got young children it's quite it's quite hard isn't it sometimes when you just like I just wish my mum was around the corner, Um, but she wasn't. And so um, I learned a lot about depending on God in that time and um, depending on church family. And uh, when we came up here, uh, God massively started speaking to me about um, creating something like King's Table, those a place for mums and dads who could come and just be, just somebody give them a pastry on a Sunday morning, ask them a cup, ask them if they want a cup of tea, ask them how their week's been, and just uh, if they want to be prayed for, they can be prayed for. If they just want to be reading a book, they can do that. So it's God using my story, rescuing me, restoring me, and then Him using my story to go bless the city. Wonderful. Uh, well, isn't that just a wonderful story? God is so kind and. Uh... It's just just wonderful how the Lord works. And so these verses and that story, there's so many stories like that. We all will have stories of of how God has transformed us and how he's used that. Um, But all of that show that God is in the business of restoration. 
and that he longs to restore us and then send us out again to help him keep restoring, to keep blessing his vision and his plans. And that's what we want to push into in this upcoming week of prayer and fasting. We want to ask the Lord to show us where he is working, what he is restoring, and how we can, how we who, those of us who know Jesus, who follow him, how we can be in on that, how we can be part of that story, how, as Kate said, how the rescued can become the rescuers, how uh, these verses can play out in our lives, and we can see some of that, that great stuff that the good news proclaimed, release from darkness, freedom for the captives, turning mourning into joy. Um, so much of what we're going to be exploring in this coming week is just pushing into that and asking God to show us what he's doing and what he wants to do and how we can just say yes to his plans. So why don't we pray? Let's just come before the Lord. So why don't we stand? Yeah, come Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit. Yeah, God, we believe what those verses say about you, that you're in the business of restoration. And we just declare again what we were proclaiming in worship, that there is nothing that you cannot conquer. Nothing that happened to us in this week gone. Nothing we're going to face in this coming week. There's nothing that's too big for you. And so we just say, come and have your way. Holy Spirit, come and do what you want with us. You've been listening to the Edinburgh Vineyard podcast. For details of our service times and small groups, please visit edinburghvineyard.org.